0: Welcome to episode twenty-seven of the Breakaway Fantasy Football Podcast. Joining me today is a man who wasn't violated by Jack Pike's cocker spaniel at the weekend. It's Ed Lamb. Hello, good, to, good to be here.
1: Back on the pod, it's been a been a hot minute, um, probably due to my irrelevance in uh, in the Breakaway League this year, uh, mid-table obscurity once again
0: i think uh the the absence of pods is more down to me than it is to anybody's uh rel- relative obscurity but uh yeah it it's sort of tempers your interest when you're not in the in the mixer doesn't it
1: yeah, it certainly does yeah,
0: <laughs> and we've not had enough uniform chat or uh is bryce young five eight or five ten chat to really stretch out an episode for
1: No, I mean yes yeah, that's not a, an hour longer uh, well I probably could go for an hour on uh, on his his height and some of those beautiful uniforms we've been seeing. But we, I'm well, sure,
0: not sure it's the public that want that so much. So We will cover both of those items today, no doubt. Excellent. <laughs> right, OK, so, um, Ed, thanks for joining me. We are going to just break down a little bit of week 15 reflections. Uh, and then I think later this week, Baker is going to join me for some playoff previews, uh, neither of which uh, are, Neither of us are interested or involved in the playoffs, but you know the the other six listeners might want to hear about how excited Baker is for the playoffs. Oh, and boy, will he be excited! <laughs> oh, insufferable! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, cool. Okay, so we're going to stick with our old format of the uh, the things you love to see and the hope that kills you. Um, it was a, it was actually a pretty entertaining week in the NFL. Um, sort of some some slightly scrappy games um, nothing of you know sort of enormous import i don't think into it, towards the end of the season um you know a few moves movers and shakers but it was quite a good red zone some stuff went down um yeah since... yeah
1: it was good wasn't it it's it's weird just seems to be a lot of a lot of who the hell is that at quarterback for a lot of teams at the moment you know where injuries have really yeah well really taken their toll for teams haven't they but it just makes it a bit more exciting you, you don't know really
0: know what's going to happen do you no no you're right absolutely loads of uh weird names and absolute shit houses at quarterback at the moment agreed <laughs> <laughs> we start off so the first thing i had on my sheet was uh was was the bills game uh obviously they uh absolutely dominated the cowboys uh things i love to see Hey, hey um, you're preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a completely dominant game and, and largely kind of driven by, by James Cook, who, who had an absolutely massive uh, game against, against the Cowboys. 179 yards rushing, 42 yards receiving. And, and I heard a stat earlier today that Josh Allen only had seven completions in the whole game. And the Bills ran, uh, in terms of play percentages, over 60% rushing plays, which, I mean, for them, is like a complete uh, flip of what they were doing earlier this season where they were barely rushing the ball at all. So it was a a great performance. And and Cook, you know, quietly, I I do think it's quietly, has had a really, really good season. He's he's the number six running back in fantasy. And he's got nearly 1,000 yards rushing and over 400 yards receiving. So
1: really impressive. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You, you look, you look at the stat lines. You you expect you expect Bills to win him by thirty one. You expect a Josh Allen type performance, don't you? As in, you know, he's he's twenty five of thirty five or something like that. You know, three hundred yards, but ninety four yards, seven of fifteen. That's almost almost unheard of, isn't it? Really, but it just goes to show, I suppose, that. Yet again, the Cowboys, when it comes, it's getting down to the business end of the season, have started to implode already, which, you know, again, that's why it's in the things we love to see segment. So. <laughs> that's why it's number one on our list. Because, <laughs> boy, do we love to see it. Because Dak had a stinker. I mean, an absolute stinker, didn't he? Um,
0: yeah, I, I think it's sort of two weeks running, the leading contender in the MVP race has had their contention just slightly totaled by the opposition you know last week it was Hertz who was the favorite for MVP he got you know pretty demolished by the Cowboys and then this week it's Dak who's is the favorite and, and he gets demolished um by, by the Bills I'm sort of hoping now that Purdy seems to be the favorite that that's not what happens to us next week but um yeah, <laughs> yeah Dak was Dak was not effective in this game uh whatsoever but that's um, that's
1: Dak as a player though isn't it he will he can yeah. string he can string together three or four hot weeks, but that's not what it takes to win a championship necessarily. You what like with with the with the talented defense that they've got, he just needs to be consistent. Yeah, don't turn the ball over. He doesn't have to do too much, but he just can't, can he? And well, I yeah, I enjoy it, but you know from <laughs> From a fantasy perspective, he's always quite useful, but he, there was a real dud this week, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, he only had 134 yards. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was, was really, really poor. Um, I think it was one of the interesting things. I was listening to something earlier today, and they were saying that any time the Cowboys come up against a team that is dominant at the run, they really, really struggle. They obviously did beat, beat Philly last week, but... Um, that seems to be the Achilles' heel for them, and it was last season as well. By all accounts, like if they come up against a good running team, they don't have the defensive personnel to stop it because you somewhat nullify Parsons, um, yeah. and they're a bit soft up the middle.
1: Yeah, that's true. They're good on the out, you know. They well on the outside, aren't they? But you know, if you if like you say, if you can and then control the clock a bit, then um, if you're able to do that and then then force Dak to do things quickly, which is not where he's great is it you know he's you know he's good when you got a 10 point lead he can spread the ball around a bit but if he has to get the ball downfield to score then it's he's a different kind of player isn't he really
0: yeah and next two weeks they've got the Dolphins and the Lions both good running teams uh, followed yeah. by followed by Washington sort of a pretty middling running team although Brian Robinson's had a good season and then yeah yeah a case of who they get in the playoffs but I'm not exactly sat here as a Niners fan worried about getting the Cowboys. So. No, you,
1: you you wouldn't be, would you? No,
0: no, not after we absolutely whooped up on them earlier this season. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah, so great great game for the Bills. They've made a real resurgence the last two weeks and put themselves firmly back in the playoff picture after looking a bit iffy, to be perfectly honest. And they may be the form team in the AFC at the moment.
1: Yeah, you looked You looked at their schedule, didn't you, at going into the Kansas game? And you thought, oh, these are must-win-to-keep-the-seasons-alive sort of games, aren't they? And realistically, those aren't two teams you necessarily want to be playing, but they've come out of them pretty well, you'd say. And you'd carry a lot of confidence moving forward, wouldn't you, really?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, their next two games, they've got the Chargers, who are now without a coach. Um, and then they got the Patriots, who maybe uh, at that point without a coach, but certainly without any talent. So, um, the, you, you know, you can only imagine they're winning those two games. Um, and then the big crunch game, week 18, um, against the Dolphins. Yeah, that'd be a very great game, wouldn't it? It could be a division decider, you know. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a number one seed decider, but because I think the Ravens will clinch, but um you know, that, that, that could be a really interesting game. Dolphins have got a bit of a tricky run in. So. They've got
1: to play the Ravens, haven't they, as well? Dolphins are pretty sure the Dolphins have got the Ravens. Yeah. So, so, so I th- I think be... they're
0: Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Ooh, it's juicy, isn't it? Yeah. If,
1: yeah. If, if you, if you want to, well, I spoke the, the argument is if they're, if they're Super Bowl contenders, then they're going to have to play those games, aren't
0: they? That's. Yeah, you've got to win those games, haven't you? Yeah. So, yeah, but the Bills, James Cook are things I love to see this cool. week. It was really, really good. Um, we mentioned briefly then, uh, you know, in the upcoming schedule section, that the Lions, uh, what a week they had this week. Cool. Another bounce-back team after a really tough performance, but Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, um, obviously Laporta mostly from a fantasy perspective with those three touchdowns, but both of those guys were were great, and you know, second half of this season, both of those guys have been great. Um, we completely changed uh, how the Lions play, really.
1: Yeah, you, you felt it felt like you know the Lions were off to a good start, weren't they? Um, and then sort of, I get, I guess, sort of hit a bit of a stumbling block. But now you feel like that—that that was what you've been seeing from them all season, wasn't it? Really, like that kind of Jared Goff dropping back, you know bit of help in the in the in the ground game as well. You know, Amon Ra, another hundred yard game. It's
0: almost almost to be expected really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean he's just so good, isn't he? He's so athletic. And you know, he just gets into you know all these soft spaces in the middle. Um and then Laporte is the kind of guy they go well not up top for, but you know, if they, if they need uh, someone to come down and catch a ball from from a serious height. It's uh, it's him, isn't it? So they've got a really multifaceted offense there.
1: Yeah, and they've got got good help with their backs in the in the passing game as well, haven't they? That which, which does help. So you know, and that that Gibson Montgomery seems to well combine for 185 yards, didn't they? So you know, that's say what you want about that. That's it's pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, I mean, Gibbs is now the number nine running back on the season, and that's you know against the context of him. Not really playing through the first six weeks. You know, he, he played a little bit in in week three, but not much in weeks one through four. Didn't play in week five and six at all. And since then, he's really, other than against, other than the Saints game, he has been on a complete tear. Uh, twenty three points, thirty three points, twenty seven, etc., cetera, etc. Yes,
1: good, good to see. Good to see young young players, I suppose. And 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 you kind of. You want the Lions to do well just because you think, bloody hell, that division that they've been in, it's just been, you know, they've had some absolutely horrendous teams, haven't they? But you, you, you know, when when you are in the same division as Aaron Rodgers, you are always going to struggle, aren't you, to, to make it make a dent in anything?
0: Yeah, they're definitely a team that I'd be wary of uh, for the Niners going into the playoffs. You know, they can they can put up points in, but yeah,
1: that that's that's part of their, you know, yeah, are they are they? Are they going to leak twenty-one, twenty-eight points a game? Yeah, probably. But can they equally score, outscore you? You know, thirty-five odd points. Yes, they can, can't they? Which is, which is ex- exciting if you're a Lions fan, isn't it? Really.
0: Yeah, you can easily imagine a Niners Lions game being like forty-two, thirty-five, <laughs> yeah, like seven hundred rushing yards yeah. or something. <laughs> Jared Goff and the boys. Yeah i mean laporta we mentioned there is number one tight end in fantasy on the season um i don't think any rookie tight enders uh performed like him in in my memory anyway um i mean those taking Laporta and gibbs in this year's draft what what a draft class that is just sets them for the future didn't it
1: yeah they've got they've done well haven't they with they didn't you know armor still doing well um you think quite a young team isn't it really you think Goff's got a few more years really before they start looking but he's the type of quarterback they want but is, is he that young he's probably not that he's probably not as old as I think he is Jared Goff is he uh,
0: he came into the league quite young didn't he he's, yeah. 20, he's 29 now he's yeah, so,
1: seven years in the league yeah bloody hell <laughs> but yeah. you know starting to mature as a quarterback knows his, knows his limits as it were and which is what you want from some of those those quarterbacks that, that's De- a lot don't stand the test of time, do they? Really?
0: No, definitely not. He's he certainly hung about when everyone thought he was toast, and he's just got better and better. Yeah, um, that's yeah, tra- good.
1: That, that Stafford trade was probably the best thing cap them for both of them, really, wasn't it? Which is it, like, which is weird. It the out rare well. trade that works
0: out for both teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and moving on from the Lions, then uh, to the Browns, uh, a, a team that I pathologically dislike. Uh, because of their their choices, um, but Joe Flacco, <laughs> Joe Flacco—a name I did not think I would be saying in 2023—and David and a guy wow. who's flashed ability but has largely flattered to deceive for his entire career—all um, of a sudden, these two form this incredible connection and have emerged, and, and Flacco is now thrown. This week for 374 passing yards after another 300 last week, and uh, you know the Browns are still in really good contention despite losing, uh, you know, probably a worse quarterback than, than Flacco at this point. But it's just incredible to see.
1: It's it's wild, isn't it? You 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 know, there's a reason it's in the segment. You love to see it. Mans like Joe Flacco, the hundred million dollar man. Has a couple of good playoff games, gets all that money, and all he had was a cannon, wasn't it? That was that was you know cannon arm, but I guess we were talking when we on Sunday. Is like, what's the? Because he's been out of the league for what? Played for the Jets a bit last year, didn't he? But like he hasn't had a starting job. Is like, what's the what's the draw? Why would you want to? Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like... played
0: played three games for the Jets last season. Yeah, then got Mike Wyatt. Um, in.
1: but then two
0: what? games the season before. Yeah, I mean he's he's not been a he's not been a full-time fixture in the league since um since 2019 was the last time he was a starter.
1: No, and you, I suppose you just don't don't lose certain certain things you can you can always do and I suppose if you've if you've always had a strong arm then that's kind of the last thing to go isn't it really as you get a bit older. Yeah. If, if if you you know if if you, you know, like Drew Brees never had a strong arm, so was always going to struggle down the stretch was really with with it. Whereas if you've got a cannon of an arm at an early age, you're still going to have a little bit of oomph even as you get a little bit older. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. But David oh, yeah. Joku, woof, I mean,
0: he's always been a specimen, hasn't he? Yeah, just, absolutely athletic. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at
1: Jesus Christ, like it feels just sometimes like. You know a clever offensive scheme would find him find ways to get him involved as much as possible, wouldn't they? Like 10, ten catches,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: four yards,
0: Oof. yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's this is his best season on on record so far. Mm. Uh, already, you know, he's, he's had more receptions, more targets, more yards, more touchdowns than any other season in his career. Last season, he had a, in an all right season, um, but. But nothing, kind of like, not something that would go. Well, this guy's a you know tight end one in, in fantasy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but if he keeps going like this, um, you know, you, and finds the right, I mean, not that Joe Flacco is going to be their long term answer, but finds the right kind of quarterback combination, then um, you know, and Joku could suddenly vault into that that tight end ranks. Um, and tight ends not as dead as we thought it was with players like him and Laporta, you know, sort of emerging. It's now, yeah, tight ends probably 12, 14 players deep rather than, you know, six like it was last year.
1: Year of the tight end? I mean, we'll have to get confirmation. There's only one man that can tell us that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll have to get him on the the blow and and see what he says around that.
0: Yeah. Important to note that, you know, the Ballings duo picked up Flacco. um, Okay. Yeah, you know, really? and and started him this week, which is great because they were a little thin at that position, and you know now all of they a sudden <laughs> did they did they yeah. win this week? Uh, they did not. They oh, According okay. no. to my records, we'll pick up on that later. Um, okay. But you know that's good for them going into the playoffs uh, if if they can get some production out of Flacco, and I mean he's got Houston, the Jets uh to come Bengals is a tough one but that's post the end of the fantasy season so it doesn't really matter does it If they can get good production out of him for two weeks um ride Joe Flacco to a championship there
1: we Um, go Uh, things things I would not have predicted a those two riding anyone to a championship and B Joe Flacco been in the winning quarterback but there you
0: go yeah so yeah good good for the Browns I say through gritted teeth because uh, <laughs> I dislike the organization not all of them I do I do think Stefanski's is a good coach I think they put him in a difficult position yeah, when like it came the, to yeah. the signing of Watson um, I think it's great that they're performing better without Watson yeah, but the sad thing good. is they can't bin his contract he's going to be getting paid for a long time yet um, Next one I had on my list, Ed, was uh, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Again, another quarterback that I did not expect to be as good as he has been this season, and I, I'm on record for that and also on record for having apologised to Rawlins for saying that Mayfield was terrible. He actually, <laughs> he's, 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 been right. Right. he's been all right. He's been all right. He's probably been NFL good and fantasy all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's 15th-ranked quarterback in, in fantasy at the moment, but I think the important thing is he's making the players around him fantasy relevant. Like, Rashad White's been excellent this season. Uh, obviously, Mike Evans' anytime is always good. Um, and the last few weeks, Chris Godwin suddenly emerged. So, uh, yeah, fair play to to Baker. And obviously, the Bucks are now leading the NFC South.
1: Yeah, he's, he's an odd player, isn't he? Because he's the type of guy that... You put into a semi-talented team, and you know he's going to give it your his all, isn't he? You know he's he's one hundred percent effort. That that you can't you can't say anything but that about him. You know he's real gritty, sort of determined player, isn't he? Like, not not blessed with some of the talent that some some of the players have got. You know, at the quarterback position, but just just gets it just gets in there and gets amongst it, and, and you kind of kind of like to root for that, really, despite some of his, you know limited ability but yeah like you say it's bringing i suppose you just got to throw it at mike evans he's, he's he's gonna score isn't he you know i mean it's a surefire bet so if you're not putting a bet on that mike evans scores every any time then you know you've got to be asking some serious questions about yourself <laughs> but you you probably shouldn't be you know a commissioner of a league if you perhaps don't put that bet on but you know
0: no comment no. <laughs> I'm j- just here so we don't get fined yeah well we did. Bet on him the other week, so that was yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, the Bucks uh, sat seven and seven, Saints seven and seven as well. They've still got to play each other before the end of the year. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a relegation six pointer, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really, it really is. Yeah, in that shithole of a of a division, at least.
0: Yeah, so the Bucks have got Jacksonville, who really just look fragile as hell at the moment. Um, some weeks they. They they get the win, but they never look convincing. Like they did at the start of the season, but they just look
1: yeah, so sort of flaky. fell apart,
0: didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, then they've got the Saints, uh, and then last week they've got the guaranteed win that is the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that that'll be an interesting one. And then uh, just looking at the Saints, um, they've got the Rams this week, which is a, which is a tough one because the Rams are going for the playoffs as well then they got the bucks and then they got the the falcons who i presume will be uh done and dusted by them because they are i mean record as bad as the diners <laughs> yeah, well re- record wise they're still in the hunt but i mean they're just awful aren't they oh god that some of the play calling is
1: fucking wild isn't it but, yeah oh, we'll, we've mentioned we'll it before, <laughs> yeah but jesus
0: christ yeah i mean they've got the Colts this week which i've you know Colts well coached um, Minshew Mania is is in full woo! effect there. God, he's um, good. then they got they got the Bears, uh, which is probably a win for the Falcons. Or oh, oh, what an ugly game that's going to be on New Year's Dude. Eve. Oh my God, <laughs> Desmond Ritter versus Justin Field. That's going to make me not want make it to twenty twenty four.
1: <laughs> Over under three completed passes. A little, little woo wooey on that. Uh,
0: <laughs> please just cry. <laughs> oh dear dear oh dear um yeah any, anything else on the bucks and baker no it's
1: good to see chris godwin getting back amongst it in terms of yards because I, I suppose it's a a skewed vision of when he was with uh, obviously with brady wasn't he but you know it's just obviously elite speed downfield but just good to see him. you know mike evans draw away some attention
0: yeah absolutely he's um
1: been oddly quiet this season
0: for a very good player and it's good to see him back in the mix right well we were not getting out of here lamb without uh talking about your boy Devin. oh my oh career
1: yeah I, I i don't know if that's right but i would i would i would guess it's probably a career yeah it's, it but has to be right it has to be yeah i mean i mean
0: you say every week career, career week, yeah yeah uh, career day career day um and it wasn't quite uh but it was very, very close Eight. to to being
1: T- top five at least. That's for sure. But he just just keeps getting it done because yeah. it was ironic because we were watching the game and every time he got it, it was going backwards. But he was, then we checked the stat line; he was over a hundred yards. I was like, oh, yeah.
0: I think was it was it bumped up at the back of the room. Oh, fucking running backs been terrible in this league in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah like, hold it. on, Devin <laughs> Singletary's got 150 yards and, for, and 49 in the
1: passing game as well. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah, uh, he's is i thought oh god you know with with damien pierce there i thought but he just continues to take
0: the snap percentages doesn't he just he's just better thought, than damien pierce yeah yeah that, and, yeah and i actually thought damien pierce would have a good season because he was all right last year but singletree has just stolen his job oh
1: my guy devin look looking to uh use some of my christmas money to get a devin shirt in the new year that's for sure
0: yeah definitely i mean you know it's good for the texans to get the win this week yeah um you know, with with Case Keenum at, at quarterback, yeah. another one of that murderers row of um, <laughs> oh, quarterbacks Christ. that that we were talking about earlier on. Um, I got I, I, I didn't kind of clock this until a little bit later on. It's like did the Titans really turn up wearing Houston Oilers gear.
1: They did, they did, and they did it
0: a giant a, a disservice. <laughs> yeah, mean, because like to go to go and play Houston wearing old Houston jerseys is a bit of a kick in the teeth, isn't it? yeah
1: and then and then to losing them as well you you, you really had to you really had to be winning if if you turn up to <laughs> turn up to the old team we stole you we stole your franchise situation in your old jerseys and then and that then with, with with one of the greatest running backs to to play arguably to ever play the game and then absolutely just get out of there with some Jamoka who's putting mayonnaise in his coffee. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, as unbelievable. Apparently, Mike Vrabel was um, before the game wearing a Cowboys hat um, and just sort of, you know, acting like he was Bum Phillips. Um, So I'm pretty sure the Texans took it personally. And, to that uh, personally,
1: yeah, it went full MJ on him. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, but you know, great season for for Dev or sort of, should I say, great second half of the season for, yeah, for Dev. That, probably more apt. <laughs> yeah, and he, you know, he's he's probably one of those guys that could be considered a, a league winner at this point if you've got him in your lineup. You, you know, in a in a kind of redraft league, you probably drafted him in like the last round or maybe picked him up off waivers or yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um But now he's out here getting you like. You know twenty points uh three of the last six and um you know only yeah, that denver game looks looks like a bad performance
1: yeah you you'd be be very much not having to give a lot up to get him if you if you picked him up relatively early or if you had a absolute shit out of a running back corpse you you were forced to forced into starting him at, on on several occasions you know you yeah. you live and learn will I ever live and learn no. Zero zero RB from now until the end of
0: time. Well the AFC safe looks like like really just really tough to call at this point. We were talking about the Jags earlier, they're on a three three game losing streak. They're eight and six, the Colts are eight and six, the Texans are eight and six. Yeah. I I, I don't know who I'd pick to come out of there. I at this point I would not pick the Jags because they look horrible. I don't um, think the Colts
1: will. I, I just like as much as I love Gardner Minshew, he just yeah he doesn't ooze comfort. You, you, you don't you don't think yeah here we go when <laughs> when he's at the helm, do you? You think God Lord what could happen here? But uh,
0: but they're so well coached. I can yeah like a really great coach. So they've got the Falcons, that's a win. Yeah, uh, the Raiders, that's a win, and yeah. then week eighteen. Colts Texans. Colts Tech there you go, that's the decider, isn't it? It feels like it, doesn't CJ it? CJ be back by then? Oh definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he I think he'll be back this week, to be honest. It's it's whether he's got any weapons though, because I think Nico Collins will be out for another week or two. Yeah. Uh, Let's give, obviously... it <laughs> give it Devin. Give it Devin. Give it Devin. Um and Noah Brown.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Jags have got the Bucks. Bucks need to win. That's then they have got one. the Panthers. That's all. That's a that's a W. That's and then they have got point, the yeah. Titans. Will be dead by then. But I, like I said, I don't really fancy the Jags at this point. Um, I definitely fancy the the Texans or the Colts more. Yeah, you
1: don't. Yeah, you don't really want to be playing the Titans if you have to win
0: to be sort of you know spoilers going there as a divisional <laughs> opponent. Texans have got the Titans again before the end of the season. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> They've got the Browns this week, the Titans next week, and then uh, yeah, the Colts. So yeah, I think I think I'd probably say the Colts are favored, but it's tough to call. Tough to call. Yeah. Well, uh, finishing on the the highest of high notes, uh, my well, beloved Francisco um, 49ers. Um there's there's I mean I think pretty much every podcast I've talked about them um and that is obviously because of my latent homerism, but um also because They've just been sensational this season. Um, and there's always an argument as to who's the best team uh, in the NFL. But, you know, I genuinely believe the Niners are head and shoulders the best team playing in the NFL right now.
1: Yeah, it's it was weird, wasn't it? We were watching the game and I thought, how, how are Arizona still in this? And then in true San Francisco fashion, they just sort of, Pull away, just out. They just outscore teams, don't they? That's as simple as that, really. They just, they're that. The offense is that good, you know. McCaffrey again, just absolutely lights out, isn't he? And, and they just find the way to get the ball to to different people. And, yeah. and they've got such, you know. You you look at the receiving core of who who catches passes for them. It's you know. You would you wouldn't want to if you, if you had a couple of niners in your in your roster you wouldn't want to be taking a bet on who's going to be the the, the standout each week would you really?
0: Um, I no, mean, but in, in recent before, weeks they've me. all been productive. Yeah, it, um, so that's good. yeah Debo's yeah. had uh, seven touchdowns in his last twenty touches. <laughs> that's He's mad real home run hitter isn't he at the moment <laughs> yeah unbelievable um and the niners currently in dvoa so defensive value over um over average which is like kind of the advanced analytics version of working out how good a team is the night this niners team is fifth all time Oof. um you know, against some, some really strong competition, like, you know, the, the Brady and Moss Pats and teams like that are up there with them. So, yeah, um, yeah, incredible stuff, really. Obviously, um, Purdy's a big part of that. McCaffrey's a big part of that. But um, I wouldn't like to sort of pick one of those two as, as the sort of team MVP or even the league MVP for the season because it, it's, it's, all, it's all together, right? There's, there's no... It's this or it's that. They, they they all work really well as as a single unit. You take any of the parts out, and um, it doesn't function as well. So I don't I don't think there's any one of them that makes the m- makes it work. Um, yeah, you know, particularly obviously, quarterback's really important. But um, yeah, I mean, hard hard to know what, what way MVP is going to go at this point because I think a lot of people would not want to give it to Purdy. Even if he continues on the on the run he's been on the last Mr. six weeks Mr. or so. Mr. Irre-
1: irrelevant ever been MVP before? I can't can't have been, can he? No.
0: I wonder whether an undrafted player has ever been MVP before.
1: Kurt Warner. Oh yeah, of course that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Yes, there's, yeah. there's your knowledge.
0: There we go. There okay. we go.
1: But I I think it's got I, it's got to be McCaffrey. I'd say at this point, if the Niners keep pushing on.
0: When was the last non-QB um, well, I know to who, win?
1: I know who it was. Who was it? Pete Adrian, wasn't it? He won MVP, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand
0: twelve.
1: Yeah. 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 And that was for God, good laws. That was yeah, nearly it's different. Nearly twenty-one under rushing yards. Different, different, completely different style of running backs, weren't they? Because oh yeah, oh, he think... couldn't catch the ball. No. Yeah. I. I t- because there's something about me thinking, right? If you if you had to try and tackle one of them, you'd choose Christian McCaffrey, right? Oh,
0: uh, of those two, yeah.
1: Like yeah. Adrian Peterson is gonna run yeah. you down. Like Christian McCaffrey make you look stupid and duke you in a phone booth, but it's not gonna hurt. Whereas Adrian Peterson is gonna go, I'm gonna make I'm gonna,
0: gonna embarrass this
1: motherfucker. So you know.
0: Oh, and then I'm gonna break a branch off a tree and beat yeah, you beat with it. Okay. So. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> some things allegedly not that not that one <laughs> no yeah C- CMC absolutely incredible um, probably going to end up with well over 2000 all, all purpose yards this season particularly if Kyle Shanahan just keeps running in pretty much every single play seems yeah, to have absolutely no fear of McCaffrey getting injured yeah which is wild isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah just so,
1: trade, trade for trade for uh, Devin in the off season and you'll be they'll be all right then.
0: <laughs> Niners remaining schedule, Ravens this week which could be a Super Bowl preview and then Commanders and Rams. So, oh, yeah. so plenty of points to be put up yeah. there. Um hopefully the Niners can secure that that number 1 seed, get the bye, get the home advantage. Uh and uh and ride it all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens. But fingers crossed for you. <laughs> you'll be the only one <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've probably got to apologise at this point to Jack Francis for saying that the um, Trevor Lawrence for Brock Purdy trade was a bad one Yeah, because well, now it looks like an incredible one
1: well he did he did uh, refer to his elite quarterback group the other day and included Brock Purdy in it so I was like oh, okay <laughs> so you know he might not be wrong about that <laughs>
0: yeah he just had vision that that I did not have clearly he's a visionary that that's been yeah. said before yeah a visionary who's currently bottom of the league mind you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> App. oh man anything else in the uh things you love to see section this week lad? no that that just about covers it for me it's pretty much most of the legal isn't it yeah but, uh, yeah it was a, <laughs> a, a full rundown <laughs> uh, a slightly shorter section on um the hope that kills you um probably less less things to talk about but number one has to be the rumbler RIP. Um, we, we've obviously talked about Texans Titans game, but the Rumbler twenty rushes for ten yards. Oof. I believe that is an NFL record as the worst worst rushing output off of twenty carries of all time.
1: Jesus Christ! And um, I mean, we said is he it, he's done once before this season, and he made a little bounce back, didn't he? Um, yeah. So you kind of think, God, if if it happens, it's not a it's not a blip, is it if it
0: happens twice in a season, you think? No, but it's weird, like he's the number seven running back in fantasy. He's got eight hundred and eighty four rushing yards and two hundred and three receiving yards. So he's over a thousand all purpose. Mm. Um his yards per carry is the thing that is notably down, you know, so he's gone from Twenty 2020 twenty and 2020, 2019 and twenty twenty was above five. Yeah, twenty one and twenty two was in the kind of four point three range, and this year he's in three point eight. So that's that's where it's declining. But some of that is just the Titans' offensive line is just awful. Yeah, it's um, C- certainly not what it was, is it? No, Levis is getting you know harassed. Uh, he's, he's not very good either, but um, <laughs> he 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 was getting absolutely okay. battered in this game so yeah, i don't it's... know i don't know right never write off the king too early i i
1: can't i can't help but feel yeah that could be that could be it for, for him in, as a as a elite elite running back
0: yeah no i agree i think maybe he goes somewhere where they've already got like a a, a good other option maybe he sort of slips into that jamal williams david montgomery role yeah where you certainly. bring him in as the the pounder to get the ball over the line um on a contending team, and he takes a lower salary because he's made a decent amount of money. Um, probably just wants to to win a win a ring at this point. Yeah, to cement himself as as the great.
1: No, not the greatest, but one of the best in modern modern day. Yeah, I think so. He he certainly got a decent Hall of Fame case, has not he? Yeah, I, yeah. I I think that I think Hall of Fame. Yeah, goes it's. When he yeah. when he hangs it up i think it's that'll be without
0: a doubt yeah, yeah well he had the one season over 2000 rushing yards so it's hard, hard to ignore that one that was a hell of a season yeah a also, season, yeah i mean rushing for 5.3 yards per carry that season yeah that's that's something isn't it
1: yeah uh, well, yeah I, th- I think when he hangs them up it's he's got he's got you know you, you think you know with comparison to some of the running backs, he's far better yards. You know that every, everything that, yeah, just guided them to the playoffs, hasn't he? In let's be honest, some subpar
0: quarterback play over the years. Yeah, for sure. Um, so pour one out for our guy, the Rumbler. Um, right. another running back <laughs> who would love to be in Hall of Fame contention uh, much later in his career because he is only young, uh, but had an absolute stinker this week is Bijan Robinson. Oh God. And, and I don't know if we could blame Bijan or we just have to blame Arthur yeah, Smith for everything. Yeah, I, th- I think the consensus is that
1: it is Arthur Smith's fault. I mean, yeah. Seems that, fair. Yeah, the play calling is all over the place, isn't it? What are they doing? I don't understand it. There's there's using your, your, your elite talent as decoys, but they're not giving it to them enough, any of them, for, for teams to be able to think... Oh, this isn't coming that way. You know, you, you can almost leave Bijon, Kyle Pitts, Drake London unmarked and just double up on Johnny Smith and blow Tyler <laughs> Algier. Criminal. I mean, that,
0: that is that is what the opponents of the Falcons should do, isn't it? The,
1: yeah. You know, just.
0: I don't understand using elite players as decoys. Like on Maybe on a certain play where you get a look and you're like, all right, well, they're going to... They're going to triple cover Cooper Cup or, or whatever. Yeah. So I'll I'll throw it to you know uh, I don't know who would have been on the Rams at the time. Cup was incredible. It was that um, absolute shit ass that the Ballings the team Woods. drafted. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Van Jefferson. That's oh, I was Fucking hell, at. there's a Dawson, there's a Dawson start if ever I've heard one. <laughs> the balling slapped down 150 fab on him or something. Oh, that's something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Van Jefferson. Yeah, but, don't, yeah. Don't, don't use great players as decoys, just get them the ball. That's you know, Until, that's what the Niners have done.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't, I, I mean, don't, yeah. If obviously you're being you know, triple marked or whatever after after you've already gone for 100 yards, yeah, still give them the look and that, and then find the space. But it's not like Bijan's been on, they've been giving him the ball 20 30 times a game, is it? No, <laughs> and yeah,
0: just and the, just and the games that. where he gets more rushes, he's more effective. Yeah, you sure know, he's, be... he's had games this season where he's had like nineteen rushes for six point five yards per carry, or twenty two rushes for four point three, sixteen rushes for five point six. And you, and you give him seven rushes and you know one one reception or whatever it was. This fall. like what the hell's going on? <laughs>
1: it's criminal. It's absolutely criminal.
0: Arthur Smith should be sacked. Like, I think he like, should. And then, and
1: then to lose to the bloody Carolina Panthers, I mean, Jesus Christ!
0: It's so bad. They would have still, you know, Falcons are still officially in playoff contention, but they would have been seven and seven as well. Yeah, but, but they would have been a would have been a right mixer, but yeah, you know, you can't get the ball to Bijan or Drake London or Kyle Pitts consistently. Yeah, forty five
1: cents a ticket. That's why
0: <laughs> it was raining, but still.
1: Oh, you surper in that in that poncho though. So. that's that that, that 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 was probably
0: the highlight of that game. I think that was the highlight of their season. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um. So the the next one I had on the, the hope that kills you less of a person, more of a, an entire team. Uh, the Cowboys. Um. We've talked about them already. We've kind of you know talked about what we think of Dak, but um. Another player I wanted to kind of mention was was Micah Parsons. Um who is obviously very, very, very good. But there's this sort of prevailing thought now that if you run the ball a lot, actually you kind of take Micah Parsons out of play. Um, so teams that have rushed heavy um, in games against the Cowboys, Parsons has been limited to, you know, um, like when, when they played the, the, the Patriots and, and then they were run heavy, they had five points, five points against the Niners, six points against seattle two points against buffalo you know when he when they're playing rushing heavy teams um he struggles and, and that's a good way because he's so good that's a good way to get around him
1: yeah just run it down run it down their throats yeah that's a defensive yeah. hole like like you said they are yeah they're more adept at the passing game aren't they really um yeah which which does happen from time to time and if you can you know, get some momentum, get some time time of possession. That that does help, I think. Because if you look at some of the Bills drives, you know, they're, they're, they're good times times with the ball, which forces Dallas to have to try and move quickly and, and they can't always do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um CD Lamb bails you out with, with the with the Russian touchdown this week. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: But other but... than that, <laughs>
0: Yeah, just a just a quiet day for him and him and Dak really, and um, obviously you know you're you're not that bothered because you're out of the playoffs now. But um, he's got two well, got two, in two tough games coming <laughs> up. Uh, have you? Uh, yeah,
1: pretty sure I have.
0: <laughs> have I got him in another league? I
1: got yeah. You got the him league in League of Legends? Yeah, the league that I'm going to bitch you in the final in in two weeks time.
0: Mate, we're both Thanks, getting knocked out. In the, we're getting <laughs> knocked out in the semis.
1: I ain't losing it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's going to be Jake versus Shiner. Jesus Christ. Insufferable. Call the
1: league?
0: (laughs) Detonate the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Last one I had on my list. You know, um, this is injury-related entirely, but poor Michael Pittman.
1: Well, the the notes say the death of Michael Pittman, which which I think (laughs) could, could potentially be a little bit strong, but Jesus Christ, yeah, he got absolutely...
0: Hammer, didn't he? <laughs> I can't believe that I'm seeing like Steelers fans saying there's nothing wrong with that challenge. The league's gone soft, I'm like That challenge was insane.
1: Well, it's coming from Steelers fans, mind. So you know, take take that with a pinch of salt. But yeah, that was it. Was not a good one,
0: was it? Not in, he, not in. He was in no way trying to get the ball. He was just trying to hurt Michael Pittman. I mean, yes. he. Succeeded, (laughs) yeah, he really did. He really did. So, yeah, he's he's in the concussion protocol. Um, Just can't imagine him playing this week, can
1: you? At the the very best, he's in the concussion protocol.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, absolutely uh, mental. Um, So, hopefully, he's all right and um, he can suit up for the ball in his duo this week. But particularly since they're playing the Falcons, so that's going to be a lot of points for him. But hard, hard to imagine. Yeah. Hard to imagine. Any other things in the, the hope that kills you, Lam?
1: Um Tommy DeVito? <laughs> uh, no. I'm actually glad we lost this week. Uh, it means that we can start focusing on, on, on the draft next year rather than uh, anything. Because any, any, when the Giants were named in a playoff bracket at one point last week, I was like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ, what's going on here? But, yeah.
0: Did he hit the over under? Oh, think he did not. Oh, he did not. He you didn't get that 178.
1: Didn't get that Russian touchdown either. Oh, I mean, that looked good. Yeah, I, he was really <laughs> 24-6 to the New Orleans Saints. Jesus, yeah.
0: Christ. Jimmy Graham and the New Orleans Saints. <laughs>
1: yeah. What year is this? <laughs> well, has bum
0: got that Taysom Hill bet on yet? Uh, probably not. They're still waiting for the Mike Evans one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that was kind of all I had for the the sort of news rundown this week. Unless there's anything you wanted to add? Nope, all good on my end. Well, I think you did want to mention uh, the Carolina Panthers. Oh yes, I
1: did. Yeah, uniform. Yeah. I mean, those, the the black helmets with the all black. I think that's a nice addition. I think yeah. the, the silver helmets. Yeah, they've had that. They've had their day in the sun, but it just looked. You know, they're gonna they're gonna need to do something in Carolina to sort of you know keep the fan base happy, um, because let's be honest, um, it's not a quarterback, is it? You know, it's no, five uh, foot eight, fight, fight, allegedly, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've got to go careful, our, our, our lawyers have told us that we've, uh, you know, this could be classed as slander, apparently. So, um, but yeah, I think they need something to cheer about down there i mean if surper is going to wear a poncho every week you know that could be that could be working you know might have to make make a shout out to some of the mascots at some point rank those mascots cuz
0: so, so these are the Taylors insights for, from the week is the carolina panthers black helmet's very nice
1: surper <laughs> and a, a poncho yeah <laughs> oilers throwbacks and yeah. Serper and a poncho there you go that, that that's my, t- my takeaways from the week
0: was a nice poncho fair play to him (laughs) um cool all right should we just um have a little quick rundown of what happened in the breakaway league this week the the, i know it was like a complete dead rubber of a matchup because it the only thing it actually mattered for was kind of draft pick positioning and um whether steve was going to finish above jack Rawlins in the standings or not but um yeah let's have a quick chat about it so um I lost to Steve White, uh, 158 to 182. It was never a match-up from, from the very start, really. Once um, Javonte Williams had gone for three points um, on, on, was it was either Thursday night game or um, the Saturday night game? I, I've sort of lost track at this point. Um, and his is opposite number, Jameer Gibbs had gone for nearly 27 points. I knew I was toast at that point.
1: It's a, a, a long way back from there, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I mean, generally the scoring wasn't as, as high this week across the league, but um, you know, Steve had some some good performances in there. Is uh his his defensive players look particularly suspect at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just
1: looking down at them now. And it's not got he's got a few injury issues as well, hasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah and those defensive players have not really been I mean Roquan Smith has and her son Reddick's had his had a few weeks here and there, but they've not really been um holding him up uh, well for the most of the season. So yeah, going into the playoffs a little bit uh, a little should, bit weak. Should yeah, should look to freshen
1: those up a bit. There's plen-
0: plenty about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um another person crawling into the playoffs, uh, Jack Rawlins, uh, who got the win this week against Franco, 169. To 153,
1: Rawlings.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, overcame Derek Henry's struggles. Uh, had some had some, you know, decent-ish performances down the line from like McLaurin, which must have been a surprise uh, considering how bad Howell was. Most of McLaurin's yards came after they took Howell out of the game uh, <laughs> and went and went to Jake Brisket, who I think is a superior quarterback. But um, what a boy. Ron Rivera will not will not. Rob Rivera doesn't know love. what
1: he's talking about. Jesus Christ. Nah, he
0: doesn't care anymore, does he? No. No riverboat Ron. Yeah. Um, Franco did start uh, an ineligible, an not an ineligible player, but he started Juju, who, who, was, who was out. Um, <laughs> I guess that counts as a donut. Um, but I'd uh, say maybe, so. maybe he could have started somebody who might have made a difference to the matchup. But then again, maybe not. <laughs> well, because his bench is full of quarterbacks. He's not lying about <laughs> the elite
1: quarterbacks. I mean, Aiden O'Connell. Probably, I, I, you know, I, I think the jury's still out on um <laughs> on his
0: quarterbacking skills. But he was good this week. Yeah, he was. Um, but yeah, Derek Carr, Jordan Love. Yeah, very, very um strong at quarterback the Franco shop is open for quarterback sales uh, at the end open, of the season. No
1: yeah. He's going to, and he, because he's going to, and I quote going to draft one in, in the take one of the draft as well.
0: <laughs> he, sh- he should do with the, with the one yeah. mad not to. And we can get to the whole Caleb Drake may kind of uh, debate in the off season. Still waiting one more year for
1: you, boy. <laughs> your boy Arch, <laughs> he's coming. Is he? no. He yeah. He, he might. Yeah. Well, the Giants are going to suck
0: around for the next couple of seasons. So you know. <laughs> well, um, you finished the regular season strong, Lamb. Yes. Uh, securing fifth spot with a uh, 187 to 178 win over the Ballins duo. The now, spot, your fault. <laughs> putting up a minus with Do- Devonta Foreman. So you know.
1: Your boy Devin getting it done. What can I say? Just keeps... Yeah. My uh, plethora of receivers just continue to bail me out week in, week out. Because <laughs> uh, as in with the uh, League of Legends, my uh, running back core really stinks the place up a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the rule the ball is geo just made the, the wrong choices at starting running back. Uh, you know, obviously there's no way... I was going to say, there's no way of predicting that Bijan was going to get 0.4 points, but, but I'd but be there, there actually yeah. is a yeah, way I'd of be very,
1: very risky about starting Bijan if yeah. if I had other options. You know, I yeah, mean, would I same be with Jerome Ford. Really, would I be starting Zach Charbon over him? Absolutely, I would be. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they've got some depth there. You know, they they got Brees, who obviously is a, is a tough start as well at the moment. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, Ty Chandler, Aaron Jones. Keaton Mitchell's now out for the season, which is a shame. Uh, Pacheco is injured but will be back, I think, this week. So they have got some depth there, um, but they, they've got quite an injured roster at this point. I don't think it's okay. going to matter, though, because uh, ultimately defence wins championships and the ballings duo's defence is going to win them a championship. Despite cause... them... Completely hating. abandoning the position, yeah, uh, hating the offensive draft, yeah. Um, that you know Baker's counter to this will be, yeah, well, we just picked him up off waivers, uh, yeah. which is fine. Um, but yeah, their their defense is putting up like sixty to seventy to eighty points a week, uh, which is incredible stuff. It's almost as many points as the the best um, ball the best ball oh. defensive league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What what a
1: league that is! And you know you know who's finished top of that league?
0: Did Valor actually finish top? Yep. Yeah, a league
1: that you can't tinker in. A league that you have you can't do anything with. Just goes to show. That's the scientific experiment we yep. all wanted. And there we go. Baker inadvertently did it. Certainly better than the key robot. Yeah. <laughs> Seems sus to me.
0: I still don't understand it. <laughs>
1: yeah, make it too complicated so nobody understands it. That's what he's done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Bournemouth as finished top, and they're going to be riding into the playoffs with quarterbacks like Joe Flacco and Gardner Minshew.
1: <laughs>
0: oh dear God! <laughs> Fantasy football is is a law unto itself, isn't it? <laughs> what a season! What a season! Um, and then the last matchup of the week. I mean, Valens' season sort of encapsulated in in one game. Puts up a really good score and gets absolutely pumped by his opponent um <laughs> you, you look at the points against for Valon this season he has been somewhat unlucky but he loses this week 227 which would have won every other matchup uh versus Kyle's 200 254 uh, Kyle's team clearly finishes strongly after last week I said they were limping into the playoffs <laughs> <so. laughs> um yeah he's getting good good production from players like you know we didn't mention him earlier but rasheed rice has really come on for the chiefs uh which they really really needed him to because they haven't got a lot else other than travis kelsey the um shit. yeah and he's um yeah kyron williams really good and tj watt is an absolute stalwart on his side isn't he so yeah he's been a monster for kyle all season long so yeah, so that kind of leaves us with end of season standings. Ballins duo finishing uh, top of the league with a record of twenty five and five. That is a really, really dominant performance. Uh, really, really good. Um, they will be strong favourites in in the playoffs. Kyle finishes second uh, with a record of twenty one and nine, with comfortably the most points scored in the league three thousand four hundred points, which is uh, nearly. I'd have to play th- anyone else. <laughs> I'd have to play three more weeks to get that. Yeah, yeah. So least- I mean, <laughs> he regularly puts up two hundred plus. So, yeah, uh, yeah. On his on his on his best days, his team is, is pretty much unassailable. And then third place, um, uh, but only on points four, uh, is is Jack Rawlins, uh, who finishes with a record of seventeen and thirteen. Uh, same record as Steve White finishes with, but uh, Jack's team put up more points than Steve, so he takes the third seed and uh, probably will get absolutely battered by Kyle this week. Yeah, you'd you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. But good first season for for Jack. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously, self-confessed as he doesn't know that much about the NFL, but he's he's picked it up pretty quickly. Oh, and, look at Baker. Know, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's doing all right, isn't he? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So we could have a we could have a Rawlings, Rawlings final, which oh feels like a disgusting prospect, doesn't it? Yeah, that's uh, hide your <laughs> hide your wives and daughters. I think is the expression
1: <laughs> is <isn't>
0: that? <laughs> uh, that would that would be fun. That would be uh, a fun one to play at. Um, and obviously, this week we're going to have all the games over the Christmas period, which sort of stretches out the fantasy um, the. the you know the time over which the fantasy games elapse and uh but it makes it makes it really good fun and hopefully i can jump on and do a pod about it at some point but certainly not going to be jumping on for uh, you know any pods on christmas day or boxing day so well
1: you've got you've got to keep up with the algorithm mate that's 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 why this pod's (laughs) not you know it's consistency is key that's
0: what i hear yeah it's definitely the algorithm and not the nine total listeners (laughs) (laughs) wow shout out to jack pike yeah
1: shout out pk good spread on sunday
0: (laughs) oh very 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 good very good dog was absolutely mental yeah uh but uh yeah really really good food and really nice of him to host so um yeah so i mean that's it really so uh, well i mean that that's it for the playoffs anyway so i may as well round out the the rest of the standings are you good self ed finishing fifth place with uh, a record of 14 and 16 oh dear I finished sixth on uh, eleven and nineteen. Uh, Valen finishes seventh on ten and twenty, and then uh, Franco picks up, the up the league uh, <laughs> with a record of five and, and twenty-five. Um, good lord! You know so uh, he's a rebuilder. Huh? <laughs> had significantly uh, lower points for than than anyone else in the league, so you know it's a, sort of the the right outcome there. But he, he was kind of tanking from pretty early in the season so he knew what he was doing sneaky dickens (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah so right so playoffs next week then um be interesting to see how those how those games play out uh and whether we end up with the final that we expect which would I guess be um the the Ballings duo versus Kyle um but you never know one week matchup hey any anyone can go off so I saw I saw
1: this week it takes skill It takes skill to come top of a fantasy league but it takes luck to win a, a playoff game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll I, probably I, I, be I, saying that after I get kicked out of the League of Legends this week. <laughs> 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 I'm going
1: to luck my way in with Zach Charbonnet and Latavius Murray. Don't you worry about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a running back duo that is. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts this week?
1: No, it's been good to be back on. Good to get amongst it um, as we approach business end of the season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like I said, I should be getting on again on Thursday with Baker and we can do a more in-depth playoff preview. We can look at who's got the good matchups, maybe do some predictions, get, you know, wouldn't be like Baker to be a shrinking violet. So I'm sure we'll put his his neck (laughs) on the line. No, it doesn't sound like it. He's going to be insufferable. Yeah, well, we'll see how keen he is to come back on if they lose. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. <laughs> mate, that, that's that's the deal. He has, to, he has to come back on, and you're gonna have sound bites of everything he said and, and throw it back in his face.
0: <laughs> if only I knew how to do sound bites. <laughs> <yeah>. oh,
1: <dear. laughs> All
0: right, been good chatting with you, mate. Cool, lovely and... to uh,
1: hear ya, hear your voice again after two days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, unus- I, no, I spoke to you last night. I? <laughs> yeah, I
0: was going to say it's unusual for us to see each other this often, uh, which it which it is, but it's not unusual for us to speak to each other. <laughs> uh, clubs later? Yeah, yeah, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, mate. Well, uh, good luck, everybody, headed into the playoffs this week and um, have a good Christmas. Uh, why am I saying that? I'm supposed to be doing a podcast in two days' time. Okay. Uh, whatever. I'll say it again then. Um, Until Thursday, hopefully. Let's rock!